Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Connections Podcast. I am your host, Sabrina Hammond, and today I have the privilege and honor of being joined by one of my very, very dear friends who's become my friend, but she was my client first, but we have just become such wonderful friends, and she's just someone that I I cherish, and I'm so glad to have her on the podcast today, Susan Fleming. Um, Susan, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I'm glad that you asked. I think we're going to have a, a good time. Yes. So Susan, <laughs> tell everyone a little bit about yourself as we get started. Yeah, so I am a business alignment therapist, and that really is a, a twofold meaning to it. So we work first with you as a person getting alignment, spirit, soul, and body. And then we bring in the alignment piece of your business. And what is your kingdom assignment for your business? Because one of the things that the Lord has shown me is that our businesses are separate from us and they are their own unique entity. And so they need to know what their assignment is as well and how we can partner with our business to advance the kingdom on the earth. Wow. Now, I think we're going to get a little bit more in, in depth into what you do later in our conversation. But first, um, I really want to talk more about what it's been like along the journey. And, and I'm trying to think how far back that we want to go. Um, but I think what is really important is for others to hear sort of about the the process that you have been on, because I, I know that it doesn't just one day the Lord says, OK, this is what you're going to do. And then two weeks later, like that's exactly what you're doing. Like it's it doesn't work that way at all. And I think it's so important that people understand that. So perhaps we should start with that that transition of you were doing one thing and it wasn't working <laughs> and God was calling you into something different, so much different. Yeah. So I, I am still a, a licensed mental health therapist. Um, I do still have my licensing and I do some um, therapy still and have some, you know, counseling clients. But the moment that came for me, was about five years into that, um, you know, counseling had been the thing that I thought I was working towards. And, um, you know, I, I think like most of us, we, we think, okay, now that I'm in my career, this is the thing, and this is what I'm going to be doing. And it's going to be just exciting. And, <laughs> you know, we, we just really have these high expectations, um, for what our career is going to do for us. Um, I think, you know, society gives us that expectation of once you know, you know, what you're going to do, then you'll feel like you have this different purpose. And it's, um, at least for me growing up, there was a lot of focus on what you do, not necessarily who you are. And I know we'll get deeper into that. Um, but this moment came for me about five years in to having a private practice where I just felt like this can't be all there is. This can't be it. This can't be the thing that God has, has called me to, because this feels like 
just, you know, you get in that rut, that routine of day in and day out. And I, I just started praying about Lord, what is the more, like, what else am I supposed to be doing? Because this, this is not exciting to me anymore. (laughs) You know, and part of me was like, was it just me? Am I being like, should I, should I be content here? Is it like some selfishness in me? That's like, I want more than this. Um, so I kind of wrestled with that a little bit. And then, um, the Lord started showing me different options and started really igniting this different fire in me for his people in a new way. And I was like, okay, well, I can't do that under this license that I'm using. So what does that look like? And that was when I discovered coaching and and he moved me into the online space. Wow. So much of what you said is, I feel like is where I was, you know, that desiring for more or this, this can't be all that there is. I know that there's got to be more. What is the more? And then not only that, but this idea of this thing that you're doing, this is the thing that you're going to be doing. Like you found your purpose, your career. And I think maybe there's a lot of people that don't even realize you can change what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like just because this is what you're doing now, or even if it's what you went to school to do, doesn't necessarily mean this is what you have to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah and I think somebody somewhere needs to hear that because there is this idea and there is this emphasis on what you do. And so because there's so much pressure, I feel like put on what we do and and the titles that we hold, this idea of doing something different is so scary Mm -hmm. because there is this incredible unknown of, stepping away from this position that you hold and doing something so different. Yeah. There was a lot of fear initially because what I think there is, there is some shame um, from not knowing. I felt shame of like, well, what are people going to think that I got it wrong? You know, or what are they going to say about, oh, well, hadn't she been, and this is something that came from a family member, actually. (laughs) I won't call anybody out in case they hear this, but (laughs) um, actually saying to me, but this is what you've been working for, for the last 10 years. And now you're just going to leave it like, you know, putting that pressure on me to, to not have, I felt like I didn't have the freedom or permission to change. And there was shame in, oh, I got it wrong. You know, almost like it was a not necessarily a failure. I didn't feel like that, but it felt like, like I just, I got it wrong, you know, and it felt like a starting over at that point. You know, looking back at it now, I know that's not what was happening, but (laughs) I think there may be somebody that can identify with that, you know, wanting to make a shift and not feeling like you have permission to do it. Yeah, I think that's, that is so good. It's the permission because 
I can hear from my own story. You know, I went to school to be a teacher. This is what I do. This is what I'm going to do. And then to leave that to do something completely different that has, that doesn't even seem to be connected to teaching in the first place and thinking like, oh my gosh, did I, did I miss something here? Is, is that not what I'm supposed to be doing? But now I, and not really understanding that. And again, not feeling like you, you don't have permission or like you failed or you've missed something. How, I mean, so how did you, how did you deal with that? <laughs> that was, um, that was a few months of really intense. Oh, how do I describe that? Um, just kind of wrestling with the Lord of, I, I need more information before I can move forward, <laughs> you know, and, I, and, and again, just that struggle within myself of like, is it faith if I'm asking him? to show me more, right? If I'm asking for that more than the next step, if I'm questioning what he's, what I think he's telling me to do is that faith, you know? So I had like multiple layers of, <laughs> of questions happening. Um, and really just going back and forth with the Lord about, you know, my heart you know, my capacity, show me what I need to know to take the ne next step forward. Mm. And there had to be that surrender of my wanting to know all the things. <laughs> um, and it just, it started that, that was the beginning of this journey into what I now teach my clients and that is how to work from rest that was the starting point of it was me having to walk through it first mm. and and that point of surrendering to say I trust you enough to take one step <laughs> and it was just that I mean it was it it was a one step at a time. And it's still one step at a time. I think a lot of times we get into this mindset of, you know, there are people who get to a certain point and they suddenly have the, the answers. <laughs> um, I don't know anybody that's gotten to that <laughs> point. If they're honest, <laughs> it still just comes one step at a time. So yeah, I don't know how, how deep you want to get into that or what direction you want to you want to go from here, but that was the, that beginning point of learning to work from his rest. I think there's two, two things that you said that really stood out and that's surrender and trust. And that is not easy. No. When you feel like you are taking this incredible shift and leap from one thing to another, but you don't even know what the other is really going to look like. And so it's almost like you're just on the cusp of something, but you're waiting for the answers so that you can go ahead and follow through with the thing that you feel like God is calling you to do. But you don't have that. You don't have the other side. And so you, you have to come to a place of surrendering whatever that is whatever the outcome is. 
And then you just have to trust to trust that that you're going to you're going to take that step that God has given you what you need to take the first step towards whatever he's calling you to do. Yeah. Yeah. Trust is such a huge piece. I would say it's it's foundational um trust and love. I think are the the two foundational things that you have to have. Um I had I had a really good friend and mentor tell me you will only trust God to the degree that you believe he loves you. Hmm. And so in that moment of, am I going to trust? I say it started this journey because that was a moment of realization that I didn't really believe he loved me that much. So it was really difficult when you, you don't feel like anybody else around you is supportive and you don't, you know, you don't have anybody else in your corner going, yeah, go for it. Right. Like everybody in my corner was saying, what are you doing? (laughs) This makes no sense. Um, You just, you know, you, you just had your license a few years. You're just getting started in business. You're just getting started with counseling. Just give it more time. You're just, you know, you're, you're just figuring, you're still figuring things out. Right. And they, they were putting all this doubt in my head of, is this really God telling me to do this? But my spirit just knew that it was, and I had to do it. And so I had to come to that point of making a decision. I think that's the pivotal point that we meet, we miss so often is that we don't just make a decision and go that will stay in the the vacillating back and forth and questioning. And, but for me, it was like, once I made that decision, something just switched in my head that was like, okay, I'm going forward, period. Like I, I have to do this and see where it goes. <laughs> so that's just my personality though. I've always been like that. When I make a decision to do something, there's no turning me around after that. It's, but that point in leading up to making the decision is usually the hardest part. But once I, I made that decision and said, I have to do this, even if people think I'm crazy, even if it doesn't look like it makes any sense, I know this is God. I know that he's leading me to something better. Wow. But it's the it's the making the decision part that sometimes is, is really the most difficult yeah, and the scariest probably. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I had, I hadn't been married long at that point. Uh, so th- that's a big ask of your spouse when, you know, the relationship is still fairly new. We had been married a few years and, you know, as far as he knew, the plan was you get your license, you go into private practice and that's, that's the plan. That's where we're headed. And this is what comes with, you know, these are the benefits that come with having that, with choosing that path, (laughs) you know? So, um, I know it was really difficult for him, especially when I couldn't give a clear, this is what we're doing next kind of thing. You know, like I didn't have the plan. I have the one next step, (laughs) you know, and how do you, 
how do you communicate that and not be afraid? Right. Like he could have said, no, he could have shut me down. He could have been like, you're not doing that, you know? And, um, he was like, I don't get it, but I'm not going to be the one to say no to God. So (laughs) here we go. (laughs) Wow. So was that a hard conversation to have? Oh, extremely, extremely. But again, what that showed me is the dynamics of the relationship with my husband, right? It it really revealed what do I actually believe this person thinks about me, Mm. right? As much as I was going back and forth with God and like, I don't know how God feels about me, (laughs) To have that conversation with my husband after, you know, this is my second marriage. I've already been divorced. Like what happens if I say to him, this is the road I'm taking. And he says, no, then what do you do? You know, like I, there were so many things going through my head. It was absolutely a difficult conversation. Um, I didn't, I mean, I didn't think we would get divorced or anything like that, but I really didn't know what his response was, was going to be, you know, um, Cause it's again, cause I didn't have a plan. I did. It's not like I went to him and said, okay, we're shifting over here and I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And this is what it's going to look like. I didn't have any of that. You know, I had the one next step. And that was, um, at that point, I felt like the Lord was leading me to join this coaching program. And it was specifically for therapists who were transitioning to be, to be coaches. Yeah. And so I was like, that's gotta be like, how, how do you even, you know, that came out of nowhere. I wasn't searching for that. It kept just popping up on, in my, in my newsfeed. And I'm like, what is this? Like I was annoyed because <laughs> I just kept seeing the same ad for this person. And I was like, why, <laughs> why are they here? <laughs> I hadn't been searching for anything. I had just been praying, Lord, I know there's something else. And this thing started, this ad started popping up and, um, yeah. So, so I went to my husband with, um, I don't know what this looks like. I need to transition from, um, counseling to coaching. And I want to join this program to teach me how to do that. And this is how much it costs. And he's like, what, (laughs) that's a big number, (laughs) you know, there were so many layers of uncertainty that happened in that in that conversation. Um, but you know, it taught me so much and it's been so helpful with my clients now because they come to me with the same thing of like, I need to have this conversation with my husband and I don't know. And I'm like, let me tell you, this is what's going to (laughs) happen. God is going to work it out, you know, and just being able to encourage them in that process. I think a lot of women in business um, can get caught up in what is my husband's role and what is that, you know, what's his role in the business? What does that look like since we're married, but he's not really working in it? How do we navigate that? Like, that's a whole other, whole other conversation, but. It's really interesting that you're talking about how it all began, because as I'm listening to you, that's exactly how it began over here in my house too. (laughs) I had left teaching. And then I had no plans of doing anything else. 
certainly not starting a business. And then the Lord said, you're going to start a business. And I was just like, I have no idea what, you know, what does this even look like? What am I going to do? And then I came across a course that was, that was just, it really spoke to me and just like all the things. And then I had to go and have a conversation with my husband and tell him, I feel like the Lord has said, I need to start a business. And there is this course that I want to invest in. And this is how much it costs. And then it kind of went about the same way, like, okay, like that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But if that is what the Lord has said to do, then let's do it. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, and it's interesting that we landed here. Um, Cause this isn't something I've really honed in on. And, you know, other times I've talked about the journey. I haven't really talked about my husband in the process and, um, I just feel like there's somebody that needs to hear this part of it, that, that, that doesn't need to be a stumbling block. That doesn't need to be, um, you know, something that, that stops you from moving forward. Um, one of the lessons that the Lord has taught me in the last few years is that submission doesn't always look like asking for permission. And that's been, (laughs) that's been a hard one for me. Um, I don't know if you want to dive into that or not, but. (laughs) And that is where we are going to stop for today for right now, because we have talked about a lot. And I feel like at the end of our conversation or the end of this part today is a really great place to to end for this episode and come back and share part two to give you some time to really take in what Susan has shared that part of her journey the conversation with her spouse and navigating through that I feel like there are some people listening perhaps that that is something that you're navigating through right now that you're, you're contemplating the conversation. You've had the conversation in your head, but you haven't had it out loud with your spouse. And so I, I pray that as you take some time to just really let that sink in, that it doesn't have to be the place where you stop, but instead the place where you pick up and you have those hard, hard conversations with your spouse that you, um, you're able to navigate through that a little differently now after listening to our conversation today. So thank you so much for joining us here on the Kingdom Connections podcast. And I do hope that you'll come back and listen to part two of Susan's interview because you don't want to miss it. It's going to be so good.